This is the iMoveU podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career. All right, we're going to talk about money, which is something that I don't think a lot of both parties, a lot of owners and young health professionals don't talk about very well. A lot of them don't talk about it at all. It's not very open dialogue between uh, owners of a private practice in healthcare and young health professionals. And I think all that does is lead to miscommunication, misinformation, misunderstandings, and the wrong expectations from both parties. So have thought about this video a lot. and We've touched on some rough numbers before, uh, but I just think we need to be more open about the numbers. So I'm going to go through some very realistic numbers of what you might bill as a health professional starting out and what revenue you might generate and what that means to you, your practice and the owner. And I, I feel um, I feel privileged to be able to talk on this topic because obviously being a young health professional, but then being mentored and now being able to mentor other business owners, I'm able to see a whole lot of businesses and what they pay their team. And I'm able to see what businesses are doing really well and what businesses are doing poorly, and the correlation between team and culture and money. And I would just say the common theme is we, we're probably just not having enough open and honest conversations about it. And what I've seen is there's such little variance in what we actually pay our young health professionals across the clinics that are doing really well. So if, if we were all more open and honest about it, it, uh, it wouldn't matter because all health professionals would understand that there's a really reasonable range, and that range is actually quite small, of what you should be paid based on what you generate. And so if we're all open and honest, we wouldn't have this situation of like, I'm leaving for more pay, or I don't know if I'm getting paid enough, or maybe I should look around and owners getting a little bit upset because they think it's all about the money, but it's not. So we're going to go into it. And I've got some numbers here, but um, stay with me. I was actually looking for a calculator that wasn't my phone because I'm recording on my phone. Who has a physical calculator anymore? Uh, hello, Lauren and Ben, David, Rebecca, Narelle, Nick, Son, Scott, Pat, Josh. Hello, everyone. All right, Chris, I'm going to talk about some numbers. Some average numbers. So if your consult's $85, let's just call it average of $85. So you might have an initial, you might have a follow-up, but the average is $85. let us say you see 50 patients a week every single week of the year for 46 weeks, which means you have four weeks holidays and you have one or two weeks sick leave. That's a lot. You know, that's $85 as an average. A lot of practices out west um, aren't charging that much. So if you're in a medical center, you're probably not charging that much. You should be, but you're probably not. So $85, 50 patients a week. It's, it's difficult to see 50 patients a week on average. 46 weeks you would generate $195,000 in revenue. Now, here's what I really want to talk about is the range that you should be paid based on the revenue earned will sit somewhere between 35% and 50%. So as you're starting out as a new grad, um, 35% seems to be that range. And then as it creeps up, the reason I'm saying 50%, this is including superannuation, the businesses that we witness that go over 50% tend to have trouble. 
and that's not good for anyone. So there might be a short-term gain of, well, if I can earn 50 to 60% of the revenue I'm generating, that might sound good in the short term. But the businesses we're seeing that are paying more than that really struggle. They struggle to develop culture. They struggle to reinvest back in the clinic. They struggle to close for an afternoon to have a team communication, to have retreats, to have a team lunch, to get together, to buy equipment for the clinic, to upgrade the clinic. These are the type of things you need to progress. And if you think that, you know, everyone getting more than 50 or 60% of what they generate is a good thing, it's not because eventually that business is not going to be able to innovate, renovate, reinvest in team staff and culture. Chris, 100%. I think this is more than a money conversation. This is a cultural conversation. And that's what I really want to get across to young health professionals. There is an inherent link and I feel like just too much, we separate it. We separate that that's money and that's culture, but they're actually the same thing. The other thing I want to mention there is that contractor model just, it works, but you're not going to build a great team. You're not going to build a great culture and a great team if you have this contractor model of just come in two days a week, three days a week, I'll pay you 50, 60% of what you bill. You don't get a great culture. You're stretching the budget and all those other things. The clinic can't reinvest. And I have read The Culture Code and Culture is Everything. Chris, they're both great books. So that is why I'll start with that premise for everyone watching. 35 to 50% of what you generate is what you will eventually be paid. More than that, it's going to sacrifice the clinic, the culture, the innovation, the renovations, the reinvestment. So straight away, you guys can go now and go back and go, well, how much revenue am I generating? You can figure that out. You can simply go... This is what I'm billing. This is how many patients I'm seeing. Times it by 46 weeks. And where does my pace hit? I think if you were more open and honest about this, across the board, there would be less people leaving. There'd be greater retention. We'd all understand where we're at and what we're earning and why. And I think that's a healthy thing because there's no secrets here. Um, I think some owners have felt funny about, I don't want to tell my team the percentages and the numbers because they'll think I'm earning, you know, 200, 300,000 and you guys are just doing all the work. But I'm telling you, it's not like that. The margins as a health professional are not that big. Um, so the numbers, I'll just refresh because there's a fair few of you jumping on, Gianni and Ben. $85 consult on average, 50 patients a week for 46 weeks. Uh, you'll, you'll generate 195000 If you were paid 40%, including super, that would be 78000 And 40%, again, being an average. A lot of clinics, you'll start at 30 or 35 so 78000 is not bad. If you're in your first few years, that is not bad at all. The question is, how do you see 50 patients a week consistently? And how much of your week does that take up? As an example, on those same numbers, if you earn 50%, and again, not many clinics will give you 50% of the revenue you're generating unless you've been there for a very long time. You're doing some really good things for that business, some really good cultural things. You're leading the team. Um, perhaps you're independent, but that's almost starting to go up towards that contractor model. The difference I wanted to let you know here is if you change the consult to $95, uh, you'll then generate 218 k in revenue and 40% then becomes 87400 So really, you know, if you're seeing 50 patients a week and you're, you're billing between that $85 and $95, Yes, you can earn between you know seventy and ninety thousand. 
and there's margin there for a 10% swing either way. But then, the, exactly what Chris is saying, culture is 100% the whole reason we do it. Are we learning? Are we progressing as a culture? Are we moving forward as a team? 100% that is all it's about in my mind. So what does 50 patients look like for you? And how does that feel? Because I know some clinics that only do 15 or 20 minute consults and they're able to get through 70 patients. Now, granted, you'll be able to earn a hell of a lot more if you're on 40%, but what does that look like to you and how does that feel and is that how you want to practice? These practices I know that do that also have a great culture and their patients love them. So it's interesting, um, it's interesting how those practices work just fine. And as a coach, you know, coming in, helping businesses, I thought that wouldn't work. That can't possibly work, but it does. But it's more of a question for you as a practitioner, how do you want to treat? If you have longer consults, you know, 40 minutes to an hour, which probably not even that long, how do you see 50 patients? Now we're talking about, you know, potentially working a really long week. So I think we need to be more open and honest about this. I think... If you see 40 to 50 patients a week, you've probably got a long enough consult that you feel like you can do a good job. Then my question is, what do you need to do to get to 40 or 50 patients a week? Unless you're, there's so many physiotherapy practices now in capital cities, any suburb I'm in, I can walk to four or five. So I feel like those days of practices where you would just walk into a 50 or 60 patient list are gone. Most of us are having to build a list. And then that takes a while. It takes a while to get to 50 patients a week consistently for 46 weeks of the year. Um, and even then, if you're being paid 40%, that's around $80,000. It's a lot of hard work. It's not easy. There isn't huge margins as a health professional. I feel like if we all know this information, it just makes everyone's job easier. And I feel like we should be more open about the numbers and what we're making and what we're earning. Because it's a reflection of the value you bring to your clients and patients, um, you know, what you earn and how much revenue you generate is only a reflection of the job you're doing for your clients and patients. And if you do a great job, they're going to refer people and those people are going to make you busier. And that's a reflection that you did a great job. So I don't think we should be scared of that. As health professionals, empathy is huge and it has been hard to talk about money, but I just think these numbers, that 35 to 50% range, it's really clear that you would start down at 35 and you'd, you'd progress towards 50. And it's really clear from the other perspective, helping other business owners, that over 50% is not sustainable. So if all of us knew, leaving uni, that I'm going to earn between 35 and 50%, you can start to make really good decisions. Not only that, you can understand um, why you're being paid the way you are and how culture might affect that and how seeing 40 patients versus seeing 60 patients might affect that, then you can start to make some better decisions. How's the culture? Can I see 60 patients a week? Can I get that down to four days and have a three-day weekend every now and then? You can't have culture and team and understanding without being super honest and clear about those numbers. The thing I'll um, leave you with is, you know, there's a few of our team members that are paid 50% and more, once you take into account super and their billing and their average consult, um, we're actually all on the same model, but due to the fluctuation in prices at clinics and how many patients each person sees, the percentage changes. So some of our clinicians are over 50%. Now, we've only managed to sustain that. This is interesting because we don't have many admin costs. So 
the more admin cost your clinic has or the more marketing cost your clinic has, that number becomes even harder to uh, reach. Generally, a clinic's admin costs will be 10 to 15%. We've been able to take that and reinvest it in the clinic and in our physios. But there's a downside to that. And this is, this is what I'm really, if we're more open about these numbers, we'll be able to understand all the nuances. Um, we save that 10 or 15% and it goes to the practitioners, which helps them earn more when they're quiet and it helps us reinvest back into the clinic. But the downside is our practitioners have to do that work or you know process the payment at the end of the consult. So businesses come in all shapes and sizes, but there is a very rough range there, 35 to 50%. And probably the biggest variable is how much you're charging and how many clients you're seeing. You can go and work that out. And I guarantee you, if you go to the next place, they might be offering you more money, but there's probably something different in that system. The culture might not be as good. You see 60 clients instead of 50. The consults might be 20 minutes instead of 30 minutes. Really, if everything was level across all clinics, the variance would be so small. And that's why I think we should all be brave enough and be sharing these numbers because there's nothing to be scared of. There's no magic formula. There's no clinic out there paying you 70% of what you earn and certainly no one's paying you under 30%. So uh, I hope that helps. That's uh, the chat about money. I'd be interested. Uh, The chat about salary versus commission and how you actually get paid that 50% is a chat for another day. You know, is salary better than just getting a permission, uh, commission or salary and commission? That's a chat for another day. Whatever model you're on, those numbers would still apply, roughly 30 to 50%. All right. Uh, I hope that's helpful. I'm going to jump off. This was a podcast too. And uh, to those of you who have a calculator, let me know. Goodbye. This is the iMoveU podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career.